أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وبه نستعين وصلى الله على محمد وآله الطيبين الطاهرين وعما بعد فقد قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه المتين بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إنا أعتيناك الكوثر فصل لربك وانهر إن الشانئك هو الأبتر صدق الله العلي العظيم Brothers and sisters, السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته I express my condolences to each and every one of you to مؤمنين and مؤمنات worldwide to our leadership مراجع تقليد مقام معزم رحبري as we continue to grieve the shahadat, the martyrdom of Hazrat Zahra alayhi salam bint Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This time of year where we remember the life of Hazrat Zahra alayhi salam and in particular her shahadat, her martyrdom, including not only why she lived and the contributions she made, but how she died and why she came under such an attack in the first place. Many people, when they first read or hear about the events after the death of Hazrat Rasulullah they are very surprised at the treatment of Hazrat Fatima Zahra And her life itself and in general is a lesson to us all we have a riwayat even from Imam Mahdi Ajalallah Ta'ala Faraja, where he himself says that surely in Fatima binti Rasulullah alayhi salam exists the best example, Uswatun Hasana. And this is mentioned in riwayat Hazrat Zahra. Her existence is an example for us and of the best examples. But particularly her life after her death, I mean after her father's death, her life after her father's death is the microcosm of Islam and the ideology of Islam. To understand Hazrat Zahra's maram, her status, and how she came to be targeted, targeted by the enemies of Allah and of Islam, then we have to understand the relationship between Hazrat Zahra alayhi salam and her father. For this, I'd like to direct you to that famous hadith of Hazrat Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam where he says, Fatima, Fatima minni, minni, man adaha faqad adhani, wa man adhani faqad adhanallah azza wa jal. Fatima, she's a piece of me. She's a part of me. And whosoever disturbs her, upsets her, angers her, they disturb me, upset me, and anger me. And whosoever angers me, upsets me, disturbs me, they also anger Allah, disturb Allah, upset Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, this hadith has been related in numerous books of Ahlul Sunnah and Ahlul Shia, by numerous uh, narrators, and with a great variety of different placements of words. And all of this indicates on the Prophet having said this thing, 
and express this sentiment repeatedly over and over and over again, telling them, Fatima is a piece of me, a part of me, whoever upsets her, upsets me, whoever upsets me, upsets Allah. And they have different riwayat, for instance, one that says, Fatima to min'i, man aghdabaha, aghdabani, whoever gets her angry, gets me angry. Variations like this are common because Prophet said this thing over and over again in various places at various times and in numerous situations. One thing that doesn't change between these riwayat though is this portion in the beginning, Fatima bid'atun min'i. What does this mean? To understand the place of Fatima, just this little word gives us an idea. Now the word bid'a, it literally means a piece of flesh, a piece of meat. So often when we look at this hadith, we assume that what Prophet is saying, Fatima is a part of me, her flesh is from my flesh, even though I should say, we have variations of this hadith also where Prophet says, Fatima is a part of me, Fatima is from me, and I from her, and I am a part of her also. And this variation exists, very similar to the Hussein minni, but anamin al Hussein. Uh, that we all know about also. What's important here though is this bid'ah. If we only look at this from the point of view of this is Prophet, a father, speaking of his daughter. So really what's he saying? Is he saying Fatima is a part of me? That means what? She's my DNA, she's my flesh and my blood. And clearly the Arabic indicates on that. Because the meaning of the word, she's a part of my flesh. She's a piece of my flesh. And so clearly the Hadith indicates on that. This is a physical relationship, of course. Father and daughter. However, there is also this issue that Hazrat Rasulullah wasallam, he never spoke of his own accord. Everything that he said, everything that he expressed, he expressed only by the permission and by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that doesn't just cover revelation, Quran, that covers what he tells his friends, what he tells his enemies, and what he tells his family. It covers it all. Everything he says is by the permission of Allah and by the will of Allah and is considered a portion of the message of Allah. It's not Quran, but it, it may not be Quran, but it will be hadith or saying or something like this. So it is a portion of the revelation, everything that Prophet says. Prophet doesn't speak of his own accord. Prophet's not simply saying this because this is his daughter and there's some kind of paritibazi, some kind of nepotism going on. So he's trying to say, hey guys, this is my daughter. This is my flesh. Indeed, what Prophet is saying is more than this. Prophet is not just saying that she's a part of my flesh. What he's also saying is that I should mention this in the classical Arabic. It means also not just a piece of meat or a piece of flesh but also a part of something. And when we look at Prophet saying this, she's a part of me. 
Yani Prophet is saying that this Fatima is a part not just of Prophet's physical self, but of his message also. A part of his revelation. A part of his revolution. Hazrat Zahra is more than just Prophet's daughter. Hazrat Zahra is the exponent of Islam, the example of Islam. And particularly in the case of our sisters, women, we should be learning more about Hazrat Zahra alayhi salam because she is an example for us. As I mentioned, we have that hadith from Imam Mahdi Faraja where he says that Hazrat Zahra, no, he actually says Bint Rasul, the daughter of the Prophet, is Usbatun Hassan Ali. For me, for Imam Mahdi, Hazrat Zahra alayhi salam is Usbatun Hassan Hazrat Zahra is not simply just the daughter of the Prophet. She is a part of the revelation. And one of the reasons her home was targeted, her life was put in the crosshairs, and the life of her unborn child was also put under attack, and her home burned. And the reason these things happen is that it's more than just Fatima being the daughter of Hazrat Rasulullah, yani his flesh and his blood, but it has so much to do with Fatima being the exponent and example of her father's revolution that not only revolutionized the, the, the role of women, of which Hazrat Zahra was an example, but revolutionized the roles of, of human beings in society. This upheaval was greatly resented by the enemies of Allah. And Zahra, as a symbol, came under their attack, not based on the fact simply that she was the daughter of the Prophet, but more so because she was a symbol of the message, a symbol of the revolution wrought by Prophet, brought by Prophet, and a symbol of the revelation that had come to depose Tarut and this worldwide shaitanat. May Allah give us all tawfiq to learn from the example of Hazrat Zahra and raise us up on the day of judgment amongst those servants and obedient followers of Muhammad wa Ali Muhammad alayhim as-salam ajma'in. Salawatullah.